So kind of the way this will work, folks, is for the first bit, we'll, we'll do the interview. And then just a little bit after that, we will start doing a breakdown of the episode. So if you just hang in there one moment, we will begin shortly. And there we go. Will, with her up here, I will go ahead and get started. Welcome, everybody, to the Rings of Power Reddit Talk. This is for episode five. I'm your host, Varking, one of the moderators on the subreddit. Also up here, we have System of Cells. How's it going, man? Hello, everybody. Yeah, I'm System of Cells, another moderator here. Very excited for today's interview. And next to him, we have our co-host this week, which I'm sure a lot of folks are familiar with in our community. It's Fellowship of Fans. How's it going? Hello, hello. Um, thank you for having me on. I've I've had the pleasure of listening to the first four so far, and I found them really, um, really interesting and fun. So I'm delighted to be on today, and with of course another great actor. <laughs> and with that being said, our guest for the day is Markella Cavanaugh. I hope I'm saying the last name right. You and are. Nori. How's it going? Hi, I'm really good. How are you? Phenomenal. Even happier that you are able to join us today. Really excited to be able to ask you some questions about the show, the character, and, and you know some things about you as well. No, thank you. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So we'll just go ahead and get started with the questions right away then. Try to respect your time. But, you know, you play a Harfoot on the show. And the Harfoot has an accent as well. So when it comes to coming to set every day, how long does it take to get you into character each day, physically and mentally, and, and not just the look, but getting the accent down every day as well? Well, I mean, we we have we have the most incredible team, and we had the most incredible team in season one in regards to dialect and movement, and you know, our incredible dialect coach Leith McPherson created this this uh, accent for us and um we just we, she recorded exercises and phrases of her saying them in, in the dialect and so it was just taken from that and hearing that every day and I mean sometimes I would like sleep with her voice next to me just so that I could have it in my head um as much as possible and then when I got to set making sure that I was using it as much as I could and um Megan and I and, and Dylan and I and Sarah and I would often speak to each other in the dialect as well, uh, sometimes in our just, you know, offset too, just to kind of make sure we're all sound, sounding quite as consistent as, as possible. Um, so that was really important. And then, you know, Lara, a movement coach as well, giving us exercises, physical exercises to make sure we felt grounded in the characters and, um, and in our bodies and, uh, kind of loose and free with movement and you know she gave us many references and one of them was just to kind of move around like a five-year-old how how that what that would kind of look like and feel like and so um there was a lot of a lot of collaboration and it really it, it took a lot of people to to create these these worlds and these characters and I felt really fortunate to be able to be a part of it in some way mm-hmm and I'm not going to uh try and attempt a half accent because I'm sure people might leave this call but um <laughs> for um we've had um a, thanks for the first two episodes a great a first few episodes a great chance to look at the half community but do you think Nori agrees with all the half customs and beliefs personally do I think Nori agrees with them yeah as the character yeah yeah I mean I think that she I think she understands why they're in place I think 
you know, the halfwits are kind of at the mercy of their environment, really, and what's around them. And so they're constantly looking over their shoulder. They're constantly trying to – they're in survival mode a lot of the time. And so I think she understands why these rules and these beliefs and these traditions are in place, but I think that she really – I kind of viewed – the the half community a bit as as almost like a wheel of home in a way where it takes every single member of the community to push it to keep moving forward and and to keep protecting themselves from um from risk and every time someone kind of veers or moves away from that wheel there's a chance that it will fall flat and the elders and the and her parents and her family and the community believe that that's a negative thing and she thinks that you need to stop and sometimes just stop and evaluate where you are to see where you could be. And so it was really, she kind of, she thinks it's important to take risks uh, because sometimes you'll actually find solutions that way, even though you think it's it's best to avoid them. Uh, so I think it was, I think there's a, there's a bit of both. And I think that's why she's so interested in the unknown as well. It's not just out of a kind of a selfish curiosity. It's really trying to help improve their quality of life. Adding to that, do you think how valuable is a character and like Poppy Proud Village Nori? Because that's been one of my most favorite parts so far. Yeah, Poppy. I mean, Poppy's such a fun character, and and Megan Richards, who the Glazer, is just brilliant. I think that she, there's so she's so important. She really grounds Nori, and I think she's she really checks in with her moral compass a lot of the time. And uh, Megan and I worked a lot with this idea of um, them being connected, almost almost having like a, a bungee kind of rope tied between them um in order and that every time nori steps out of her comfort zone and kind of <laughs> takes poppy with her the, and poppy resists the bungee just it, the rope just wears and wears down and, and kind of stretches and stretches and you know you kind of when the stranger comes into the into into their world there's there's a risk that it might snap but um, but they always keep coming back to each other. And so we really played with this idea. We, you know, attached this rope to each other one day, this like exercise band, walked around the city and just went through went through lines and things. And um, it was really it was really interesting to see when one of us would stop. And um, so much of the time when I'd be reading the scripts, I'd be like, Why, Nori? Just don't don't bring Poppy into your mess. Just don't do it. Just go out there on your own. But they they are very much um, they they love each other very very much and so they're just there they're just there for each other no matter what really. I love that dynamic between uh, Nori and Poppy. They're so special there. Um, speaking mm -hmm. of Megan, what are your favorite things about working with Megan Richards and Daniel Wayman, especially in those scenes where all three of you are together? And yeah. also, how excited are you for the audience to see where that whole group sort? Where he's going i'm really excited i mean i think that they're so present on 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 set and on screen and i think that they're very they're fun as well to be around i mean there'd be so many times we're doing a really you know emotional scene and then something would happen and one of us would slip in the feet or something and all of a sudden we'd all be laughing and kind of we'd be playing charades or you know th there's just um we would have so many kind of you know, we, we cooked meals for each other and we hung out so much. And to be able to say that us catching up uh, was research and just hanging out was research. I mean, that is just like the greatest privilege. And to be able to genuinely say that they 
they're so wonderful to work with. Um, and I mean, Daniel Wayman just plays someone completely different on screen. You know, I mean, the fact that off screen, then we could have this, this love and these jokes and, um, it really, I felt so fortunate to be, to be around them, let alone, let alone act with them. They're a great bunch. They're very funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think the fact, I think we can all see that, how you guys outside of, you know, of, of pop, of course, being on set, how great you guys are all with each other. So yeah, it's really nice to see that in the cast, which is great. Um, yeah. And then, but, so the next thing, did, why do you think, of course, until the most recent episode, of course, if for anyone in chat, I guess if you haven't watched episode five, then maybe skip this little part, but it is episode five talk. But so why do you think that Nori wasn't afraid of the stranger? What is different with her compared to the rest of the Harfords? Do you know, I think I really love this question. I think that um I think that Maybe it wasn't necessarily that Nori, I think Nori did have, I think she was a bit afraid of him when she first met him. But I think what it was is that she recognized the fear and there was a recognition in in, in circumstances in a way where they'd come into each other's lives for whatever reason. And something that she's, that's something she's really intrigued by and interested in. But But more as well that she sees in him that he's not feeling listened to or seen or heard at this point in time. And she's also experiencing that and feeling these things at the time. Um, so I think, I think that kind of over, over overwhelms her in a way. And that's, what's really, that's, what's really important to her. And so that it, it kind of, it's kind of squashes the fear a bit as well. And instead turns it into an interest and into really wanting to help him in, in a way that she can and help him find you know find where the stars are, are what the stars mean and 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 where they are and uh i think that that's really it's really important to her um and so then when you know when certain things happen in five it's this moment there's kind of a almost a direct correlation then between the firefly scene and then what happens in five with with the wolves and um and something else that I may not spoil in case no in case people haven't seen it. Um, but where she kind of realizes that actually this is maybe this is a time where she's not sure if his actions and if the way he interacts with nature, um, if she's in control of of that or if if it's something that's happening to him and that she's been placed kind of in direct harm's way as a result. Um, so it's a really it's a really interesting time for her because uh, it's kind of it's directly affected her in five in a way that it, it hasn't before, um, and she kind of is qu- she's starting to question whether he even recognizes fear and sadness as feelings or if he can even identify them um, at that point. So yeah, it's just the fear's there and it's there from the start. It just cha- the way it kind of manifests changes, I would say. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And I think 
over the next few episodes now, of course, yeah, we, you can't speak about it. But I think that aspect between Nori and um, the stranger is going to be one of the things that we're going to be most intrigued in seeing what's happening and what's going to happen between the two and their relationship. So, yeah, lots to look forward to with that aspect. And I think the, the, the next question actually almost builds on with the previous question. I think you even mentioned that um, about her and her fear. But So the next question is, when Nori decided to help the stranger, she mastered her fear and acted against the norm of the Harfoot society. What mm. is your perception of Nori? Is she a hero, a rebel? Do you know, I think that, um, I think Nori is is a Harfoot that just wants there to be, just really simply wants there to be good in the world and wants to help improve, improve the quality of life of the Harfoots and and also anyone else that she encounters. And so I think if she's a hero in any by any means, I think that she wouldn't call herself or think of herself as a hero. She would she would she's so unassuming she would it would be something that she would just consider to be doing what doing what she feels is the right thing to do at, at any given time. Um and with that being said, being a rebel I think as well, I think it's it's more that she's aware that she makes really serious mistakes but i just don't i don't see that she would know or be able to 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 put herself in in either category i think and i think that's what i really admire about about the character and i really um was grateful for with the show and its writing is that um she doesn't think that she's she thinks that she's she's destined to be doing something and destined to be helping in some way uh but it's not it's not her thinking that she's being a hero doing so um, and that if that's the result, she wouldn't, she wouldn't put that label onto, onto her actions. I agree on to, mm-hmm. Nori seems to have more hope than any of the other Harfoots. And that's, I think that's the most Tolkien thing there is. Mm. Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I, no, no, I was just going to say, I think that's, I think that's right. I think it's, it's, um, not as not as kind of simple as the good versus evil. I think it's it's about what that what they look like and what that looks like. And Mother Clark actually says in a way that it's hope over despair. And I think that's really poignant. And I think that that is very much in line with with how Nori kind of views the world and and how she moves through it. Um, in episode five, we see a lot of map traveling uh, when Megan Richards is singing that wonderful, wonderful song. Yeah. Um, it seems like the Harfoots know where they're going and they have kind of a standard route they follow each each year. But how, how are they picking those spots? So, yes, they do have the same and um, route and they we have a trail finder, so Sadik, um, played by Selene Henry, who kind of decides where to go and how to get to each place by kind of tracking the stars and tracking what the environment's doing and, uh, you know, using kind of our, our senses and, and um, our heightened senses to rely on, I guess, instinct as well to decide kind of which, which path we're going to take. So um, that's kind of how they pick where to go, but they definitely look towards the trail finder because they have the, they have all the insight. Seems like such an important role in their society. It's. Uh, yeah. I wonder what happens if if you lose your trail finder. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what that's what I think they're also nervous about. That's why they all just try to keep Nori, keep Nori in, because 
because they've been so reliant on on a way of life for so long. We have a lot of questions about the stranger, obviously, um, yeah. and even more after the last episode. And we know there's a lot that you can tell us, but could you tell us what you personally and what Nori the character find most intriguing about him? Yes. I mean, I think the stranger is, uh, even just the, the character name is so interesting. I think that um, for me personally, what stood out is is when you fit from this second that you meet the stranger uh nori you can't be sure if the dialogue that he has with nature and with the environment is something he can control or if it's something that is actually happening to him and so i think i was really intrigued by that because then in feeding it in with nori who i also think is is intrigued in the same way um I think for her, it's it's recogn- it's her thinking and trying to figure out whether he actually can recognize and 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 see how how kind of fear manifests and whether whether he actually can know how to calm himself down or help or help center center his feelings in a way and identify them. So I think that's that's something that actually I was intrigued by and that I also think Nori's intrigued by and also just why he happens to be there at that point in time when she's also literally at a crossroads trying to figure out how to navigate this really fervent interest in adventure and then this real kind of dedication that she has um, to her family so the, the also being told to fear kind of everything in the outside outside of their community and their bubble and every being um, and then to to meet this being that then goes, oh, I can actually, I'm also experiencing, I can see your fear and I recognize it and I can see your your longing for connection or your longing to be seen and heard and I also feel the same. Um, I think that's, that's quite intriguing as well. I haven't thought of that angle yet. They can kind of identify with them, yeah. Yeah. Kind of touching on the family aspect of it. It seems like Nori and her family can't seem to like fully align when Nori mm-hmm. trying to help the stranger uh, initially, the family and the village as a whole are very concerned about the quote unquote big fella. And when they finally start coming around to him in this episode, especially after the wolves, he ends up scaring her with her powers. Where does she stand with the stranger at the end of episode five? What is she kind of thinking as she runs off? I know I mean it's it's just as she's just as they've started to accept accept the stranger it happens I think I think it's it's honestly quite simply it's what's next it's questioning um and I think again that's what I meant by there's a correlation between the wolves and this and fireflies um the ice and fireflies because uh if he can do good with the wolves uh does that mean he can also because clearly this is one of the first times that we also see him have it seems to be an intentional action, an intentional interaction with nature and the environment with the wolves. Um, and so for her, it's like, okay, well, if he can do this with with positive and good intentions, does that mean that he also was responsible for the fireflies and for the fireflies dying? Um, and what does that mean? And so then when you have what happens next with the ice, it's just this whole, it's this... Uh, for her it's okay how is this now does he know and can he recognize fear um 
is he gonna does he have choice does he have control over what he's what he's doing or is again is this happening to him and after wolves it seems like he does have control so then how is this gonna manifest next time um so it's kind of it's just it's what's next and how is she going to how is she going to manage that what's gonna happen you know something i've noticed about nori in the actual show itself is when we first meet the stranger and then this moment here there's nobody on the cast who has a better oh my god what's going on face than you do as nori like you're scared <laughs> the fear's coming down <laughs> epic now uh, thank you. I-, I would like to ask you something i'm pretty confident no other interview has ever asked you and it's like the number one thing that has popped up on Reddit. So mm-hmm. hopefully everybody will get the answer that they are looking for. And don't lie to me. I feel like we've responded <laughs> so much up here today that you won't lie to me. We're real good friends now. Yep. No, <laughs> I will I will be as honest as I can be. Okay, because here it comes. All right. Is Nori Sauron? <laughs> uh... You will have to wait and see, is that, what I'm going to say. That delayed response is what I'm clipping and posting on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you should. Just that break. Just that little pause. It's not ruled out. Well, so we still have that. Yeah, it has yeah. not been ruled out. Read, take what you will from that. <laughs> I really personally like a lot of the one-liners that the Harfoots have in the show. They're little sayings. Um, things like, Quick sticks and mind your own fire, Melba, and and you know I've gone all higgledy biggledy. Um, have you found yourself actually you you know using any of those in real life? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's so funny because I quick sticks is actually something. <clears throat> excuse me, that I that yeah, I definitely have used, or I, at least I feel like I've heard it, especially when I was a child. Um, so I don't I don't necessarily use it now, but I. I definitely heard it and, and had it in my life before the show. Um, higgledy piggledy, no, and mind your own fire, no. But I, I'm very fond. I really like those those phrases, and um, I'm pretty sure it's yeah, it's Poppy that says mind your own fire, mother, and Megan's delivery is just so it's so spot on. I I love it. Okay. I, I'll always associate it with with Meg now. I have one more bonus question for you. And uh, so in this episode, we got to hear Megan Richards sing a song. Mm-hmm. And in the previous episode, we got to hear Sophia sing her plea to the rocks. And oh, so good. Both of those. Phenomenal. And, I, you know, I, I have a soundtrack version of Megan's song. And then in the episode itself, like she's doing that live, like she's walking and doing it. That yeah. was amazing, too. Uh, any chances you're going to be on the soundtrack at some point, maybe <laughs> season one, season two? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 not that I know of yet. Um, but we shall see. We shall see. What? They're so their their work is so brilliant. I mean, I li- I got shivers when I watched Sophia's um and Meg's, but because I hadn't I hadn't seen Sophia's yet, literally chills. Do you think we'll get a Nori and the Stranger duet? Maybe <laughs> I would love that. He goes from knowing no words to like a full-out yeah. song. This is a great scientist song. That'd be brilliant. That's great. I, would I can that. somehow picture him with sunglasses on a piano. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I can as well. I feel like that would be that would be very 
in line with his character. I wonder what Daniel would say about that, actually. <laughs> or maybe you say all the lyrics and then he just says that one word as, <laughs> as like the backup singer. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. He can play, he can play the piano. Well, I just wanted to say, you know, that's, that's all the questions that we had for you today. I always am very appreciative of you guys and gals on the cast coming on here, spending your time with us because, you know, it's, it's a Saturday. You could be doing other things with your time. It means no, a lot to me. Pleasure. It means a lot to the community. You know, really excited to find out where is the story going with Nori, you know, the stranger himself, where, where that's going to end up this season and hopefully like where you guys are headed in future seasons. I enjoyed episode five and I, I think, Folks are really looking forward to six and seven, especially. But just thank you so much for your time today. And thank you so much. I was just realized there's probably not a piano in Middle Earth, but there'll be something. Um, Thank you for having me. This has been such this has been such a pleasure. And thank you all for tuning in.